welcome everyone to the Sea Road Community Podcast. I'm your host for this series that we are doing in the book of James. Jason is my name, and we're going to be interviewing members of our local board of administration over the next number of weeks and episodes just to get to know them a little bit more and also get some of their insights into how James is making them think. So with me today on this podcast interview is board member Heather Corner. Good morning, Heather. How are you? I'm, I'm fine. Good morning, Jason. Awesome. So glad and thankful that you are joining us today. We're going to start off with this one question. Who is Heather? Like, where did you grow up? Siblings, all that kind of good stuff. Some of us as a community might know you by name. Some of us are still getting to know you. So what is it that we need to know about who Heather Corner is. All righty. Um, I grew up in Brampton, just outside of Toronto. Um, I have two younger brothers who were pains in the butt when I was younger, but I love them dearly now. Um, my father was a high school math teacher. Hmm. So, and very involved in the junior math contest at the University of Waterloo. So, that meant I had no choice but like math. Um, my mom was a nurse and uh, she became a stay-at-home mom once we came along. So yeah, that's, that's where I grew up. That's awesome. Okay, so how about like a random fact about you? Tell us something that like maybe you love a, a certain flavor of jello or maybe you've got a favorite country that you've traveled to. Um, what else do we need to know? Just to get a sneak peek a little bit more about who Heather is. Um, that I would rather travel and uh, then do this kind of a podcast. And I, uh, I did, I traveled in Africa, I went on uh, a bus on my own from one country to another. And uh, it was exciting. It was thrilling. I would travel anywhere. I love traveling. That's awesome. It probably really difficult for you in this season as with the rest of us <laughs> locked in, locked down with the pandemic, restricted in terms of our movement, what we're able to do and not do. Uh, but thank you for doing that. And also facing a challenge like recording a podcast with me. I really appreciate your willingness to do that, even though you'd prefer being on a plane or a bus going somewhere. No problem. Awesome. All right. So we're going to dig into uh, my next question for you. And, and that is this. What do you love about being a part of Sea Road? Um, I just love the people. Uh, when I moved to Brockville, I knew no one but my niece. I didn't even know her husband very well, the, her children, they, she had two at the time and, and I was getting to know them, but literally they were the only people I knew and Sea Road welcomed me in. I never looked at any other church. I just felt at home there. I knew that I would grow, that I would be challenged, that I would be stretched, that I would have opportunities to serve and, and um, I just loved it for that and I still do. That's awesome. Uh, what year again did you move to Brockville? Oh, 2016. 
Awesome. So about five years now you've been in our community. This is the second year for you to serve on our local board of administration. I, I've loved getting to know you at that level. There's a lot of rich experience that you bring to the table, um, some great moments that Jesus has brought you through, some encouraging stuff. And, and I love the way that you think and the questions that you ask. Um, our conversations that you and I get to have, whether that's over email or even in this podcast or, or phone call, whatever it might be, are, are really encouraging to me and uplifting. And so I really appreciate you and glad you're a part of our Sea Road family. So as you know, we're in this series from the book of James. We're called the James Variant. That's what we're calling it. And this chapter one speaks about how Jesus is present with us during difficult times. Can you share a little bit more with me and anybody who might be listening about how this has looked like in your life? Sure. Um, I've got to say, first of all, I would prefer smooth sailing and no trials, no testings, um, probably like most of us. Right. But I've got to say that my faith has grown. It's gotten legs. And I've, I've discovered that God is who he says he is because of the things that he's, he's walked me through. Um, if I hadn't gone through those, I, I wouldn't really know if my, my faith was, was real. So um, I think it's given me muscles. <laughs> mm. um, still got a lot of growing to do in that area, but um, uh, I, you know, as I'm going through the struggles that I've gone through, um, I wanted to be out of them. But um, also in the process, I discovered that, that God was with me and that um, everything he promised, he, he keeps his promises, he's faithful, and I can trust him. And so that has helped me gradually learn to trust him more and more. That's really, really good. Um, is there like one moment in particular that kind of stands out to you that from, from your, your story, your history, that you're like, man, this was a, a, a challenge and this is how Jesus was present right in that moment? Sure, I, I could share several, but I'll share the one that's probably the most recent, and that's with my parents. I quit work in 2013 to take care of them. Mom had Parkinson's and a heart condition, and Dad um, had developed uh, Alzheimer's, and he also had cancer. And they were both needing more care, and neither one of them wanted to go into long-term care. And um, they didn't, because they knew that they would probably be separated, they didn't want that, and I didn't want it for them. And, you know, a lot of people couldn't do this, so I'm grateful to God for it, but I was able to quit my job and become their caregiver. And... Uh, it was such a blessing, but it was such a hard, I was so unprepared for it. And, uh, um, you know, I sort of expected that it would be a journey that would, lots of people live into their 90s. I thought that I would have them around for a long time still, and that I would be able to take care of them. And mom actually passed away um, in 2013 at the end of the year. So I'd only been caring for her for eight months. And uh, 
it was, and she and I had sort of cared for my father together. So I was on a whole new journey there. Mm. Um, and I think one of the hardest things for me was that I felt like I had this arrangement with God, if you like. I, um, I wasn't confident that my parents knew him. Uh, they, I had grown up in a, in a church. I, we went to church every Sunday, but really it was more of a social get together and God was off in the distance as long as we behaved ourselves you know, he was happy with us and disinterested in us. So, um, you know, when I came to know the Lord, my parents uh, thought that I was kind of overzealous. They just wanted me to cool it. And I never really had confidence that um, they knew him. And so, you know, I had prayed that God would keep them alive until um, they had come to know him. And so when mom passed away, fairly suddenly she had uh um she had had a rough go she was we we thought we were losing her the month before and then she began to rebound and was doing a lot better and um uh, she wound up in the hospital and and passed away overnight and uh um i was just i was really angry at god i I was frustrated. I felt like he had broken his promise and, uh, um, it, and yet over, over my relationship with him was strong enough that I knew I could just cry out to him. I could complain to him. I could yell at him. He, he could take it. And, uh, um, and he did. And, and gradually he reminded me, you know, my, I'm so grateful that that I had spent time in in his word and I, I had come to know him not as well as I need to still, but I'd come to know him a little bit. And I, he, you know, he kept reminding me that he loved my mother more than I did. And, uh, you know, he finally convinced me that. Um, and it, part of this whole story was that. Um, because dad had Alzheimer's, he didn't understand what was going on with mom. And when we were at the hospital with her, he wanted to go home to bed. He was just done. He had had enough of, he didn't know why we were there. He was confused. And uh, um, we just, mom and I decided, yes, we have to take him home. So I wasn't with her and I was feeling guilty about that. I was feeling bad about it. And uh God over over a period of weeks it wasn't immediate but he just convinced me that he had he had been there all along he loved her and he needed to do business with her and I was in the way he mm -hmm. needed me to be somewhere else and uh, um, that has just been such a, a comfort to me and then in the in the years following when dad was still alive um, you know I, I was beyond my comfort zone. I was doing things that I didn't feel prepared to do and God gave me the strength. I, I always felt like he was with me. He was giving me the wisdom I needed. And, um, you know, it was two of the best years of my life. He, uh, I just, I knew that he wasn't going to forsake me and that he was going to um, meet every need I had. So, that just gives me 
the strength now when I face difficult things to, to say, okay, God, this is, this is up to you. I can't do it. I need you. And I have the confidence that he's going to be there for me. Well, thanks for sharing, Heather. I'm, I'm sorry for, for your loss with your parents. Um, I, I can understand that would be really traumatizing in so many ways, but, but yet the comfort that Jesus provides the peace that passes understanding or our human level of understanding, the gift that he offers us uh, so freely and willingly uh, to, to live that out in real time is, is such a baseline and foundation from which to continue to, to grow and flourish. And I appreciate you sharing that memory with us in those moments. Very, very cool and very real um, and very honest. And, and that's exactly what uh, we were hoping to do with this series of podcasts is just talk about from a real perspective how in in real time our interactions with with God are helpful and growing us and I, I love if I can point out the one part to me that I just I so resonated with it's I loved that you you were saying like I was angry at God and I even yelled at him because he's big enough to handle it and I think like that is such a great idea God, he gave us this gift of emotions and he's big enough to handle however big or small our emotions get. So whether that is expressing ourselves through anger um, and having to yell a little bit, it, like it's okay. Lightning isn't going to come down from heaven and, and strike us down or anything like that. Um, it, it's a relationship and he already knows we're angry. So we might as well just be honest and say, I'm angry because I don't understand. Yeah. Um, what what would you say to somebody that maybe is wrestling with that? They feel maybe distant from God or they feel angry at God, but they don't know how to express that anger. What would you say to them? I would just tell them to open their hearts and, and let out what's in there because um, as you said, God knows exactly what we're feeling anyway. Even our innermost thoughts are... He, he knows all about it, so why hide it from him? And um, it's, it's when we do that. God wants this relationship, so it's when we do that that he will come to us. If you know, He won't force himself on us. He won't be who we need him to be if we're not willing to open our hearts and say, you know, this is what I'm going through, help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's... I think that's such a hard concept for us to experience at times because we might have had a a pushy salesman type experience. Somebody's trying to sell us a car or sell us a home and we've got to buy now. We have to do it now. And, yeah. and yet that's not the invitation and the way that Jesus does this, the way God does this. It's it's open ended like, hey, come follow me. Right. Yeah. Come to me if you're feeling weary. I'll give you rest. I'll provide for your daily needs, but, but I'm also not going to just demand it. You know, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's this symbiotic connection with him. And, and that's just a wonderful picture. Thank you again, Heather, for, for sharing that memory with us and a little bit of your story and your history, how you've been learning from Jesus and growing in your walk with him. It's, it's really encouraging for me to hear. And I know it'll be encouraging for many of us who are tuning into this and, and listening to it, uh, being, being
being just really reminded that God is faithful even in the tough times of life. Honestly, I have so appreciated Sea Road and your leadership. And uh, as I said, it I feel stretched, but that's okay. I don't mind. I, I want I want to grow to love God more and more. And um, uh, I know that that's only going to happen as I allow him to work in me. So thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Heather. And just as Heather encouraged each of you, you know, to take that posture of, of letting God work in you, letting God work through you and allowing him to grow you and, and stretch you, not, not to a breaking point, but sometimes it's going to feel awfully close, um, the things that we have to weather and endure. But just know that you are not alone. God is there with you. He is there loving you. And he loves you more than you think that he does. And he loves the people that you love more than you think that he does. Because God is love. And he knows no other thing. So thanks so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you. Have a blessed rest of your week. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast series and get all of the content that we are generating on a weekly basis, whether that be through a Sunday talk or a special one-off podcast series that you can be involved with. It's just a great way to stay connected with who you are and who we are, and we are grateful for that opportunity. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.